Welcome to Proverbs 31 by Design. My name is Tina Heisman. I help Christian women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to create their own unique level of balance so they can finally experience the joy, passion, success, and fulfillment that they have been seeking in life. So it's June, and this month on the podcast, we have been focusing on our men, on cracking the guy code, on what makes them tick and what they need and what they're thinking and all that stuff. And so today, I have a great episode for you continuing in that topic. But before we get started, I want to let you know I have a free, private Proverbs 31 community on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search Proverbs 31 by design in the Facebook search bar. Also, I have created a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. Visit my website, tinaheisman.com, to download it. Now let's dive in and talk about how letting go of control will set you free. Okay, first things first. You all know that I love you, right? That I want the very best for you, that I want you to be happy, and that I want you to be able to create an amazing, fulfilling life, right? Cool, just making sure that you know that my tips and advice are always coming from a place of love and sharing what will help you the most. So this topic of letting go of control, I am an expert in this topic because I am a recovering control freak. And it has been a liberating journey, let me tell you. It is so amazing. So what I'm going to do today is use several stories from my own life to show you areas of my life in the past where I have been the control freak and share with you how I have worked on reversing that trend and why and how amazing it is because I want to help you get there too. Because I know that we are all just trying to help our families run smoothly and we are so smart and we have a lot of great ideas, but sometimes we like overstep that bound of when we should be speaking up and when we shouldn't. Not all of us have this problem, but if you're anything like me and you're a control freak, you are definitely going to relate to my stories. So let us let me share a few stories with you about kind of what I mean. So here's the first story. This was a really long time ago before we had children. My husband and I were at a wedding, and I did not like how he was behaving. He was having way too much fun, being very childish in my opinion, and it was making me feel embarrassed like other people were noticing, or at least I thought they were. So I tried to pull him aside and tell him how he should be behaving, and that ended very badly. So what could have been for us a wonderful weekend away was ruined. And honestly, my husband still remembers how hurt he felt that night. Not cool. So now, if I ever find myself feeling embarrassed by his behavior, which is almost never, pretty much almost never, but I just remind myself that my husband is an adult and that his behavior is a reflection of him and not me, right? That's the truth. It's not a reflection of me. So another story. This was just a few years ago. Our family was sitting at the dinner table talking about our plans for the weekend. And the way my husband started to speak, 
I could tell that he was about to give our son Tyler an assignment for the weekend, like cleaning the garage or something is what I'm imagining, right? Something big. And as soon as my husband started to speak, he said, Tyler needs to, and I interrupted him right there. I cut him off and I said, what Tyler needs to do is his homework because I was feeling stressed about Tyler's homework because he was a freshman in high school and it was a huge adjustment and tons of homework. I was feeling stressed about Tyler's homework. So I tried to jump in and save him from whatever assignment that my husband was going to give him. But in doing so, I learned that I stomped all over my husband's parenting style. And this did not end well. It decreased the intimacy in our marriage, at least for a time, right, until we could work it out. And so now when I feel tempted to step in on his parenting style, I remember that he is an adult and he will parent in his own way and that our children actually need both parenting styles. I have also tried to tell my husband how he should handle his laundry. He likes to leave it laying on the end of the bed and on the floor near the bed, and I really hate that. In the past, I tried to get him to change his ways by doing a lot of complaining, and guess what? He never changed. You know, like I would try to complain nicely or complain frustratedly, no matter what I did, he never changed. And so I had to change my mind about how I was going to think about those clothes at the end of the bed. And now many of you know that we went through a really difficult time in our marriage. And part of that difficult time is a result of a lot of little things like these. You know what I mean? A lot of little things like these. And that's the truth about marriage crises and divorces. A lot of time, there's not necessarily like one big thing that went wrong. It's just a lot of little daily things like this. And we have control over that. If we can change our mind about how we're thinking about things, we can control those negative little daily things. So another story is I've always tried, not always, I used to try to tell my husband what time he should come home from work. I would gripe and complain when he was late, thinking that would maybe make him change his behavior or work faster or something and come home and help me, right? No, guys, that doesn't work. It only made him want to come home later and later because I was crabby and I was getting crabbier because I couldn't control him. I couldn't like make him come home when I needed him to come home. So instead, I learned that I had to change my mind about what I think of him coming home late. And as a side note, I also had to work on taking better care of myself so that I could handle it better when he did come home late. That's a whole nother story. I also used to love to tell my husband what route he should take any time that we were driving somewhere in the car. And I always knew the perfect parking spot. Trust me, I know where it is. So now though, that I'm learning to control my controlling ways, when he is driving, I just sit back and relax and enjoy the ride. It is so much better, so much more relaxing, truly. Another parenting example of when I've tried to control or tell my husband how he should take care of the kids when I'm not home, like, you know, what activities they should do, what they should eat, when the kids should go to bed, and everything else, right? But that doesn't work. In fact, one of the things that used to make me nuts was that my husband would cook for the kids, but then he would call them over to the counter to fill their plates. And as silly as that sounds, I hate that. Like, I do it for them when I cook. But no matter like what I said to my husband about that or tell him how I did it, like that would be what I would do. Like, well, I, I plate the plates for them. And he's like, that's great. I let them plate the plates themselves. It helps them grow up. And so I had to learn that like telling him how I would do something doesn't really matter to him. 
and he's an adult. And so I had to change my mind about how he takes care of the kids. And again, recognize that my way might not always be best and that the kids need both ways, right? And so those are several stories of of failures that I've had, of times where I have tried to tell my husband how he should do something or complain about how he's doing it. And so the problem with this, when we tell our husbands how they should do everything or complain about what they're doing, it sends a message to them that we don't think they're capable of handling the situation themselves. And this deeply hurts their egos. And I know that I never intended to send that message. I was just trying to be helpful for everyone and make the situation more comfortable for everyone. But this is what I've learned through my own marriage and through the research I've done and through the coaching programs that I've done is that it deeply hurts our husband's egos. I mean, none of us really like to be told what to do. And so in men, like how you know that you've hurt their ego is if you get a response of anger after you tell them what to do or complain about what they're doing. You might get anger or just like some defensiveness or some pushback. And that's your signal that they don't need that advice in that moment, right? And so the problem, right, the problem with hurting their egos and and everything that comes along with it is that we're causing friction and disconnect in our relationship, which is what we don't want, right? We have spent this whole month trying to learn about our husbands and what makes them you know, tick and and what makes them the way that they are and how we can have more connection and intimacy and fun in our relationship. And so I am telling you, this is a huge, huge tip that I'm giving you today. And I promise you that if you are willing to try to stop telling him how to do everything and to try to complain less about how he's doing things, you will have more intimacy, connection, and fun in your relationship I promise you, like this is a huge, amazing tip that you can do. And don't worry about being perfect. Like this is a journey. I am not perfect. Totally still, you know, come out, come out the wrong way sometimes with the things that come out of my mouth. But now that I've learned more, it happens less. And and I can apologize. Like when I spot it, when it happens, then at, at least I can repair the situation and acknowledge Oh, there I go again, trying to tell him how he should do everything. You know, something really cool is that um, I say that it liberates you and sets you free because it does. It gives you more energy when you stop trying to control another person. Like and tell, and like when you can stop worrying about having to tell your husband how to do everything, you have more time and energy to think about yourself and the things that are important to you and the things that you want to do. True story. And really, trying to control another adult's behavior, it's exhausting and it's futile. It doesn't work. Like, it never works. And I don't know why we keep trying. Like, have you actually ever seen it work? I mean, seriously, it doesn't work. We cannot make people behave in a way that makes us happy all the time. And so the secret to coping with your husband's behaviors or things that he does that you don't like is to learn to change your thoughts about that behavior, right? And honestly... When you do this, this is what happened for me. When I started working on this, I appreciated my husband more. I respected him more. And I just I just felt like so much more feelings of love toward him. And I'm sure that was reciprocated, reciprocated on his side too because I wasn't telling him what to do all the time. And so I just want to encourage you because I know it can be really hard because we really think we're right sometimes. 
but just like experiment with it. Give it a try. Try it on some little things that maybe aren't so important to you if you need to, right? Okay, so I've shared a bunch of failure stories with you today, but I want to share a triumphant story when I was so good at resisting the urge to control. You'll be so proud of me. So my husband was unemployed several years ago for several months, and it was obviously very stressful. And I, you know, still in my recovery mode, wanted, in in my mind, this never came out, like I wanted to tell him like who he should contact and where he should apply for jobs and give him ideas and, and make sure he followed up with people and tell him how much he was worth and how much he should get paid and which jobs he should interview for and which ones he shouldn't. And all of that, right? Like, and telling him he should send thank you notes, like, like a mother would, right? And here's the crazy thing, because he was unemployed, he was at home. He was at home, right in front of me all the time. You know, I'm a stay-at-home mom. They have been for 16 years now. And so he's right in front of me in my space. And whoo, so it was a challenge is what I'm saying. But I kept my mouth shut and I let him do his thing. Because really, it's not my job search. It's his job search, right? And, and it was really hard, you guys, because it felt personal because our finances are tied together, right? But still, it was his job search, not mine. And I had to let go of the need to tell him how he should do it. And so, of course, he eventually found an amazing job and the rest is history, right? And so I just wanted to share that with you because I was like so proud of myself. And I have a million other tiny little stories on a daily basis, how I keep my mouth shut. And it's so much better, so much better, I promise you. So if you resonate with any of the stories that I told today and you think that you might need to work on letting go of control a little bit, there is something you can do. Just first, just starting to be aware, like just being aware of this concept and how it could be hurting your marriage is the first step. But then start noticing when you feel the need to tell him what to do or to complain about what he's doing. Just take a nice deep breath and ask yourself this question. Is it worth the cost of intimacy in our relationship? Is it worth causing friction in our relationship? Most of the time, the answer to that question will be no. And if you practice this, you can come along with me on the journey of being a recovering control freak. I promise you it is amazing. If you want to talk more about this, let me know because I know that this uh, topic Every situation is kind of a little bit different. And so this is definitely something I work on with my clients. And I know it's easier said than done. Takes practice, but you can do it. You can improve the connection and intimacy in your marriage. And I would love to be by your side and help you as you do this. So if you'd like to know more about how coaching can help you with this, reach out to me for a complimentary call. We can take a look at where you are in your marriage, where you want to be, and what you think is holding you back. Okay, that would be so fun. Also remember, I have created the ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care to help you feel like your best self every day. It's on my website, tinaheisman.com. And don't forget to join us in the Proverbs 31 by Design community on Facebook. Okay, thank you so much. I hope that this month of June has just been awesome for you, filled with lots of tips to help you in your marriage. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you next week.